Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Armando. Aaron. Are you ready? I'm ready. I can't hear you. I said, are you ready? I'm ready. I said, are you? No, I don't even know what I'm doing. Is this like a WWE thing? Are you ready? Whoa. I never heard anyone WWE make the constipated voice sound. Yeah, that's my new character. I'm going to pitch to them, the constipated man. It's It really adds a level of intrigue and suspense to every single match. <laughs> you're like, this could be the match where the constipation goes away. Um, you know what? I'm still workshopping it. We're going to see how it works out. But this is what? Episode 60? Episode 60. Episode 60 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. Maybe my, my shitty character is going to be a, a bust. I, my monitor's shaking his head. He doesn't think it's going to work out. We'll see. But there's definitely a lot of shit going down in Florida. Uh, what do we have this week? This week in Florida, man. I was going to cut you off and go into tangent, but we'll stick on topic. I mean, you can. That, I, well, I, you I, give the, the, I give that transition a C-. minus. Yeah, it was yeah. passable. No. It wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't great. So, okay, we were talking about uh, your wrestling voice. Have you ever have you ever wanted to be a wrestler? Like when you were a kid, did you ever watch WWF or WWE or any of that? When I was in elementary school, we watched it. We would have Royal Rumble parties where someone would guilt their parents into getting pay-per-view and we'd all come over and we'd jump on the couches and pretend we were pro wrestlers. And I remember occasionally that was like a, a, a schoolyard game where we'd pretend we we're doing Royal Rumble on the playground. And that lasted for a about a year or two in elementary school, I did go to a show uh, at the, oh, what was it? It was a Spectrum. That was like the old, old stadium that the Philadelphia 76ers played in. And I did not understand that it wasn't televised. So I made signs because that's what I saw. Right? When you're watching the thing, they all have signs. So I had like I had like two or three different signs. I'm like holding them up for nothing. Just, just absolutely nothing. I'm like, no, 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 but this is what they do with the shows. So I was super in for it. And then I think by about fifth grade or so, I was too mature for, <laughs> for WWE. I'm like, no, no, this is, this is too unrealistic. But I, I, I still remember the moment when uh, Hulk Hogan got locked in the coffin. It was a big deal. It's like, holy shit, he's in the coffin. He's going to die. Yeah, we used to watch wrestling, too. I'd put my brother in, in moves, in painful moves. But, you know, we would do like the, you know, flying elbow drop and the flying whatever, but it'd be like fake. You know, we would make sure that we'd land soft on each other and not yeah. fuck each other up too bad. Well, I, th- I think part of the problem was I started actual wrestling and was it second or third grade? Like really young. And then once I started to learn actual wrestling, I'm like, Oh, this just, just ruined the entire, uh, you mean the, you mean the leg stomp isn't a real move? The leg, uh, the leg drop. <laughs> they, no. don't, they don't do that in collegiate wrestling. <laughs> you, you might get a stern warning from the referee. There's if no, you did a leg drop. There's no uh, pile driver. You can't pile drive someone in, in wrestling. Uh, I think the Boston Crab. That's might that might be legal. I don't know why you would do that. It wouldn't really work. But that was that was part of it. A lot of the things they're doing. I was just like, oh, you you just roll out of this. Like what? Why don't they just turn over and grab his leg? Or you know what I mean? So it it ruined the illusion of it for me. There were some some moves that were uh, that were kind of painful. What was the one? Uh, 
Yeah, the one where you got the the, the, the camel clutch, where you picked their legs up. <laughs> Which one was the one where you'd get like, you'd like get behind like uh? I think it was the Boston crab they called it. Oh, maybe I don't know. They were, the camel clutch Boston crab. There. I don't. I don't really remember. I remember there was a figure four leg lock. Oh yeah, yeah. That that actually isn't painful. Like you could do that. It just doesn't really hurt. But figure four to the body is. I don't know why, but for some reason in. Uh, American folk style wrestling it is an illegal move, but you can do a body scissors, which is way more painful. It's essentially the same thing, but it's legal. That stuff's fake. The real stuff's WWE. I don't know why they don't use body scissors because it actually really fucking hurts, and you can functionally use it in real wrestling. It's like you're like low key like crushing the rib cage. Did you ever watch the movie The Wrestler with? Um Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. I did. Yeah. I don't really remember it. It was a good movie, dude. He's all fucked up. He's all like... Was Marissa Tomei in it? Yeah, Marissa Tomei was a love interest and he bangs her. <laughs> like that. I think. I'm pretty sure he did. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to keep the bile down in the back of my throat. <laughs> anyway, speaking of coked up people, let's go to Florida. I give that one a C plus. Good job. <laughs> speaking of coked up wrestlers, Florida man... Says wind blew cocaine into his car. Oh fuck! I hate it when that happens. Right, right. In your neighborhood, just random cocaine flying through the air. It happens all the time in Lakewood, Colorado. You just, you're just driving down the street. You get the windows open, and just a big gust of coke just washes into the car. God, relatable. Hashtag relatable. All right, continue. Crack pipe also found during traffic stop. Police say. Fort Pierce, Florida. That darn wind is always causing trouble, especially for Florida man. A man pulled over by police in Fort Pierce last month claimed that cocaine residue found inside a Bud Budweiser can along with a crack pipe was blown there by the wind, according to New Six Sister Station. blew it into the can. <laughs> and into his car. Well, I, I mean, like, it's, it's certainly far-fetched, but the idea that there would just be coke on the wind in Florida isn't the most ridiculous Right, like someone's up on their balcony or whatever. They've just they've just put a bunch of coke out on a on a big glass table, and they're getting the credit cards to divide it. And a huge gust of wind just comes and takes it into the air. You know what? And puts them in Budweiser cans. Far fetched, but this is a Florida fairy tale that I could buy into. That it then blows it into his window and into the, <laughs> into the Budweiser can. I'm po like, okay, too po much. Police noticed Joseph Zach, 37, appeared to be. Trying to discard an item when he was stopped for failing to posit a stop sign, the smoking gun reports. When cops asked Zach about the white residue inside the white can, which eventually tested positive for crack cocaine, he told them the police or the wind must have placed it there. Zach was arrested and jailed. So he first started blaming on the police. Oh, wow. And then the wind. No, it, was, it wasn't the police. It was the wind after, I swear. How does, how does, how does cocaine end up in a Budweiser can? Unless that was like his... Uh, it's like he's he a cocaine of, spitter. I don't even I know why. I, yeah, I thought cocaine was like a thing you have in baggies, and then you break it up and snort it. I wouldn't well, know. I've never done that shit. Well, crack you smoke, don't you? In the pipe, crack. So oh yeah, yeah, crack pipe. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, probably right. what happened. It was I bet there was residue in the crack pipe, and like he turned it and emptied it out into the can. Ah, see, Aaron is a closet crackhead. He knows all the tricks, all the crackhead tricks. Yeah, and then you get the spoon and you heat it. And <laughs> What, what movie I was, was that from? I thought that, that was, was heroin. heroin, yeah. Crack pipe is just like a glass pipe, and then you put like the rocks in the bowl of the pipe and then burn it, right? 
See, I have, <laughs> I have tricked Armando into revealing he knows way more about it than I do. I've never done it. I would never do it. I just always believed that if it was like lab created, it's probably not good for you. So like, you know, marijuana I've done just because, you know, and mushrooms. Mushrooms are fun. That was it for Florida Man. We're now moving on to the wonderful world of Reddit. Reddit question number one. What do you hate being labeled as? Oh, we're doing that one? You go first. Me? Yeah. Uh, I hate being labeled as Armando. What? No, 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 no. I hate being labeled. Armando, the self-hating Mexican. No, no, no. No, no, no. I hate hate that. You know, my mom always called me stubborn. I never liked being called stubborn. I always thought I was just like strong-willed and able to like... Yeah. To defend myself. A hundred percent. I agree. And like, (laughs) if someone's really trying to tell you something and you don't want to listen to it, you just won't. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And like, maybe they'll like really lay out why... It's good, and and you might even you might even see the wisdom of what they're saying, and you're just like, no, I'm gonna do it this way, <laughs> exactly, because you're strong willed. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. I'm with you on that one. No, a lot of times, a lot of times, like we'll get into not you and me. I'm saying like my my folks and I or whatever. We get into arguments, and it's it's like it's not necessarily a matter of will. It's like it's a matter of trying to. It's like if this was a legal court. And we're trying to convince one argument or the other. Yeah, exactly. Because the, because just just I, I'm again I'm supporting your point because interpersonal relationships between you, your family, you and your friends are really like a legal court, yeah. and that is the best way to proceed. Yeah. If you want to keep everyone's feelings into account and maintain strong relationships, you need to treat it like you're prosecuting a trial. Continue. <laughs> so there. So that's the. Thank you. Yeah, I got your back. I'm with you on this. Continue. You're a fucking <laughs> cock smoker. Well, yeah, you know, we get into arguments, and it's like, okay, prove me wrong. And then, like, once the once the facts are made clear on both sides, and then one person's yeah. clearly wrong. And they're like, wow, Armando, I feel so much better. You know what? This conversation was extremely uplifting for me. I feel great now that I've seen the error of my ways, and we can continue our harmonious relationship. Thank and, you. Yep. See? You, you get me. You yeah. understand me. Yeah. I got your back, Armando. Fuck, fuck, fuck all these other people with their emotions and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> all right, jackass, what do you hate being labeled as? I was trying to think. I used to hate being labeled as like all kinds of different things. I didn't like to be labeled at all. I don't know now. The one that was a little bit problematic was I did not like to be labeled as Jewish. That was one I had like a huge problem with because I'm like I'm not I'm not Jewish. Like I don't practice the religion at all. There is a case to be made that I was I was like ethnically or biologically Jewish because that's the one that it sounds like like I remember we talked about that and you were confused like Judaism is obviously a religion but it's also a race which is confusing but then there's like different they're, they're um, Sephardic Jews like those are like the people of the desert and they're a lot darker swarthy skin and I think that that was more what you were oh no you were thinking about you were thinking about but orthodox Jews like that's a whole different thing that's you got caught up on the the dress and the clothing but yeah there's Sephardic Jews or people of the desert and then there are Ashkenazi Jews those are the ones that ended up in um, Europe and Germany and were were the the bears of the brunt of the holocaust but that whole thing I'm like dude fucking leave me out of all this I don't I'm just I'm just like a dude I don't have anything to do with this religion if I do have some percentage of the the biological biological like Jewish blood in me. I'm I'm six feet tall. I'm really pale skinned, and I have brown hair. Like fuck off, leave but me you, alone. But you hated being called Jewish. I just I didn't I didn't like it because 
I felt no connection. I, I knew nothing about the history of the people. I didn't when the, the like when there were people that I knew who were Jewish. I'm like, well, you're like most of the Jewish people I knew were you know five eight or shorter. They didn't look like me. Like it was just it was just be it was just weird to say, oh, I'm part of this race that I just had no. I didn't feel any connection to. And I remember I got in a lot of arguments about that. Um, Do you find the humor that like uh, Sasha Baron Cohen does, like like the anti-Jew humor that he does in his movies, like Borat and the other one, Borat Part 2? Do you find it offensive or you kind of, can you laugh at all? Oh, I didn't care because when I saw Borat, I was like, that has nothing to do with me because I'm not Jewish. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but no, so, so this is the thing. Now... I've just I've given that one up because I did a 23 and me. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna uh, give all my biological data away so I can be cloned or they can perform weird experiments in my DNA. Cool, whatever. I just want to find out what my my uh, ethnic heritage is. And it was like almost 50 percent Ashkenazi Jew. And I was like, okay, fine, fine. I'm I'm half Jewish biologically. I still don't know very much about the religion. That's fine. So that's that's the one that I've come to grips with but that when when i saw that label that was something that really bothered me it was just weird to be lumped in with a a race and a religion that i just didn't feel any connection to okay <laughs> that one was, see i thought i thought since you had such like a, a serious dour one i was like let me make mine funny and lighthearted. so you, so that was what i did yeah yeah yours was exactly that funny and lighthearted. well when you're trying to make a funny and lighthearted segment you need to have at least one holocaust reference I didn't want to, dude. I didn't see. That's the thing is, I don't know what stuff comes out as offensive. You know what I mean? That's why I ask. Like, hey, I'm Jewish. I can say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like, uh, you know, like the stuff that Borat or that Sasha Baron Cohen did. Like, I thought that shit was funny because, like, I my whatever whatever few friends I have that are are Jewish, either, uh, you know, culturally religious. Like, I don't oh. t- those those whatever stereotypes that he had were just kind of like. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so, so here's here's the thing. This is the way I look at it. There, there can be jokes that are racist, like meaning the jokes are making fun of a race of people, or there can be jokes about racism, where there's there's usually a racist in the jokes, but it's more about either the closed mindedness. Clo- whoa, closed mindedness. Yeah, you know what I meant, mm-hmm. and. The sort of shut off perspective or whatever, and and this uh, I'll give you an example. Wow, we're going way back, way back to the. I think this was the elementary school days. It had to have been, maybe maybe no middle school. It had to be middle school. Middle school days where I was riding the bus to middle school. Shoot, should I put Steve on? No, I'm not gonna use his last name. Steve, <laughs> you already used his first name. Steve, yeah. There's like 800 Steves. This was a Steve, and we're just sitting on the bus coming back from school, and Steve's like, "Hey, do you know any racist jokes?" I was like. What? This is like sixth grade. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Steve, what are you, where are you going with this? He's like, and I was like, no, Steve, I don't know racist jokes. He's like, okay, well, I'll tell you one then. I'm like, fuck, nice. that's, that was not, <laughs> that was not the takeaway you should have had from my my tone of voice and expression, Steve. But so he just goes into it. And I still, I remember it to this day. What was the joke? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> he, he was like, he's like, so there's this uh, truck driver, right? And he was driving a delivery of bowling balls to uh to like a sporting goods store and he, and he was late so he's flying he was flying down this like uh you know back road twists and turns trying to get there because the deli- you know the shipment was late and he hit a huge pothole in the road truck goes boom, boom, boom. the back doors fly open and the bowling balls fly out and go rolling down this hill the guy's just like fuck like i 
I'm never going to get it there. He, he just leaves. He just drives off. But he comes back the next day thinking, ah, maybe I could get some of the bowling balls. Like, I'll resell them. I mean, he, he, at this point, he figures he's going to get fired. But when he gets, be- gets back, there's this, like, redneck guy. Just just overalls, like, like wife beater under the overalls. Just tier one redneck sitting there taking the bowling balls with a rock and just smashing them. And the guy's go is like looking, he's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you smashing these bowling balls? And the redneck looks at him and he's like, Oh man, don't worry. I'm just trying to crush these N-words before they hatch. Uh. And, uh, and in Steve's telling of it, he did not say N-words, <laughs> which <laughs> was probably the biggest problem of it. But like I remember at that time, dude, what the fuck are you doing? But then I, I that joke stuck with me, and I do think about it anytime racist jokes come up. And that is a joke about racism, not not a joke. Like, it's not at the expense of black people. It's at the expense of stupid racists who think that, think that black people are, are like this wholly other species. And it just it just speaks to ignorance and stupidity, not to anything wrong with another race. Very good. <laughs> uh, some of the... Some of the answers on Reddit to that question. Salty underscore contest 5142 writes, short, I mean, I am, but what's the need to say it every single time? Because short people don't like being called short. User aggravating underscore bat 1786 writes, I'm a big person and people automatically assume that I'm aggressive and violent. I don't like having to explain that I have no desire to cause anyone pain. I feel like that should be expected of common people. I don't know. Sometimes like this big buff dudes like have give off like a, I don't know, scowl and make you look unapproachable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like a fat kid, everyone approaches a fat kid like, hey, fat kid, I want to be your friend. Want a cookie? User Mama Crocker writes, a bitch. <laughs> I, do, I do make I it. Could t- <laughs> I could tell she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Just from her na- her username and where she comforted out. What, what's this bitch have to say? Uh, uh I do make an effort to have a pleasant expression on my face, but if I'm concentrating, I know it can uh, I can okay, be mistaken as scowling. I'm sorry, Mama Crocker. You just have what? What is it? The uh, RBF resting bitch face. Yeah, she's got. She's just got a little RBF, and she's a sweetheart. I'm sorry. I take it all back. I feel like a bad person. <laughs> here's one for you, or not for you, but here's a funny one. User Bodicea dash H five writes. When people hear my southern accent and learn I'm from Alabama, I'm autom- automatically labeled as less intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Um, I mean, like, they're they're just getting pencils in the school system in Alabama. You know, like, how, how uh, whatever, in Massachusetts, like, they've, they've introduced, like, a laptop for every student policy. Like, Alabama's like, yeah, we were doing that same thing. We got, we got the, the, the sharpening pencils now. <laughs> you used to have to whittle your own. We got the, the factory-made ones. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but no, the school system in Alabama is terrible. That was it for Reddit question number one. Alabama's like uh, motto is like, Alabama, at least we're not Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, Reddit question number two. You are accidentally sent back in time to 1986 and are trying to convince scientists that you are from 2021. What totally true fact could you tell them about your time that would make them think you were insane? You said you had a good one. Yeah. I would I'd tell them, hey, 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 buddy, come here, come here. I got a secret. Don't tell anybody. 
Bill Cosby's a child molester or or a rapist. Bill Cosby's a rapist, not a child molester. He's a rapist. Although I don't know if he was uh, any underage shit. In his. So you you're trying to convince the scientific community. Yeah, yeah. And and they're like, oh my god, this violates every law of scientific knowledge that we have. Our our entire scientific uh, yeah, yeah, process people. was built around the pudding principle. Yeah, yeah. Where it totally blows their mind. We're like the one because you know in in when you're doing when, when you're doing like scientific like you uh, you need to have like givens or established things. You know you first you experiment and then it becomes a theory and then it becomes a scientific law. And like one of the laws of the universe is that Bill Cosby is just a warm, cuddly individual, and every scientific development is based off of that. They're like, okay, well, in order to make the cell phone work, we're going to have to bounce the waves off of this, and then there's a satellite. And that only works if Bill Cosby is a good human being. Yeah, duh. So that like, like gravity totally fucked. It's all it's all disrupted because Bill Cosby is a rapist, a drug rapist. Duh. What kind of what? I guess he used all the different types of drugs. That was like the one scientific thing you could take away. You 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 could take it to a chemist. Roofies? I think he used a bunch of different stuff. But I don't know what he used. He used probably good shit. He could afford it. He was rich. You know what I mean? All that fucking Bill Cosby, all that uh, Cosby show money. Yeah. The logic of the Bill Cosby thing doesn't really make any sense because he could have also just not raped people and gotten women like because he was rich and famous. But he's like, nah. Jello pudding pops. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the what happened to the sales of Jello pudding pops post well, Cosby no, conviction. Because look, just to be like, when was the last time you saw any Jello pudding pops? Period. In this, I don't think they even exist anymore. I, I mean, I don't. I didn't even go in that aisle. Yeah, I don't did, think they did exist. it kill? Did he kill Jello pudding pops? No, I think they. I think they were extinct, but long before he was a rapist. I think they were. They've been MIA for a long time. Possibly, like, they're like Twinkies, like. They're still out there somewhere, but they're hard to find. You know what I mean? I think they did get discontinued Twinkies. I got some in my fridge. Yeah, I mean, they don't go bad. They're so. called Los Submarinos. Okay. They're Spanish. Could you read the question back one more time? <laughs> you're accidentally sent back in time to 1986. And you're trying to convince scientists that you're from 2021. What totally true fact could you tell them about your time that would make you make them think you were insane? That, that's tricky, right? Because I, I was thinking about that. One, I don't understand why they picked 1986. Was that was that like a Back to the Future date or something? Or well, maybe this person that wrote the article they were born, was born in 86. 86. I don't know. That was that was a weird one. But I I feel like most of the things that happen now aren't that wild, right? Like, because you remember, like in Back to the Future, what what year do they go to? Uh, fuck. They go back to like the. 50s or no, 60s no, no. like or, or so when they go back to sorry when they go to the future like the you know and they've got hoverboards oh, and I don't know no you know what that's I think I think it wasn't that far off where we already passed that I think th there was this thing that we already passed like the supposedly yeah. futuristic date in fact back to the future so, so like the, the world that was imagined in the future which is now the past for us wow it's really confusing um but like when they had hoverboards and you know I still don't have my self lacing sneakers. I they really wanted the, that. They made those. They made those. They made like five pairs of them or they something. They suck and no one uses them. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they're expensive too. They're like five bajillion dollars, right? There's no flying cars. There's, we we were promised as kids, Armando. They do have hoverboards that aren't that good though. We were made a contractual promise via Back to the Future and cartoons, the Jetsons. Remember the Jetsons? Uh huh. That we would have flying cars. Fucking and like, George Jetson. We don't even have electric cars widespread yet. 
Mr. Spacely Space. We don't even have self-driving cars. We're getting there. We're we're, we're close-ish. I mean, you know, the Teslas only kill like people every so often, so we're very close to self-driving cars. But we don't even have that. So I really, I feel like people in the scientific community in particular would have thought we'd be way more advanced now than than we were. So like, it's just hard for me to think of like what. What would blow their mind? Like, what are the what are the craziest scientific advancements that you can think of? I remember when we. So we, you're trying to say it's got to be it has to be scientific. I just came up with one that was just like, whoa, blow I, your mind, crazy shit. I th- you know what I think they would think we were if we were nuts. If I was like I was like okay, so in 2020 uh, there's going to be another huge pandemic, and they're like, oh okay. I'm like, but guess what? We've we've uh, made huge strides in vaccine technology. We had vaccines back in, in 1986. And I'm like, okay, but here's what's going to happen. We're going to make this this different type of vaccine. And they're like, well, okay, how, 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 tell me, tell me where I'm excited. I want to learn about future scientific advancements. I'm like, okay, so what they're going to do is they're going to take this messenger RNA and they're going to encode it. So instead of exposing you to the, to uh, dead virus cells, we're going to encode the RNA so it like, tricks your immune system into making that response. So without ever actually being exposed to the virus, you're going to develop immunity. And I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. That has all kinds of wild applications. And I'm like, yeah. And everyone's going to be like, no, this is fucking nuts. We're not taking that. Like, it could it could make you you uh, infertile, and they're like, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Yeah, like like there's like a huge like millions of people that just refuse to take it because they think that it's impinging on their freedom." And they're like, well, "What do you mean?" I'm like, you know, like they they're in control of their body. They're like, "But but yes, but they don't they want to be in control and not get this pandemic?" I'm like, "No no no, you're not you're not understanding me, scientific people." And they're like, "You're fucking nuts. You're yeah, just we're, we're microchip, dude. You didn't know." I mean, that would have to be a nanochip, not a microchip. Yeah, we're, the, we're that one. We're nanochipped. Because, like, you can see a microchip, right? Like, you can't... <laughs> you, could look, you could look in the syringe and be like, nope, no no microchips. Yeah, we got nanobots. You, you got bodies. nanochips? Yep. That's the only thing. Because I don't, I don't think we're actually nearly as far along scientifically as, you know, we thought we would be. It bums me out. I was trying to think. I'm like, what's the craziest? What are the advancements? Like, some stem cells, but we still don't really know what the fuck we're doing with those. Uh, we cloned that sheep. Remember that Dolly, the sheep. Uh huh. That's that's cool. Uh, our phones are real fancy. They're doing body the, parts. They're growing the, body parts on animals and then using them to like transplant them onto people. Oh, that that would be the other one. Be like, hey, hey, science, science. Okay, so basically, what we've been able to do is, you know, those huge giant computers that like take half a room up. Okay, we've managed to shrink them down into the size. Of a cell phone, they're like, "What's a cell phone?" I'm like, "Oh, you motherfuckers!" Okay, show like, my pager. Show my pager. Like, beep, beep, it's beep. this little thing that fits in your hand, and, and you don't need to connect it to cords or anything. We're gonna bounce all the information off of satellites into your phone, and so we're gonna have the entire expanse of human knowledge available at our fingertips. Anything you need to know, you can just look in your phone and say, "Siri." Tell me about this. And then, and then they're like, Siri? Who the fuck Siri? But don't, don't worry about it. That's a branding thing. Don't worry about science. And we're going to have this most incredible tool, and we're mostly going to use it to talk shit to each other and look up porn. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> You're fucking crazy. That could be the other one. It right. is true. I mean, we like we, I remember 
seeing what were those things called in Star Trek, like tricorders or whatever. It was a little handheld phone looking thing, and they would they would ask it all sorts of questions and medical things, and and like we have that now. That's the one thing from Star Trek we have, and we, <laughs> we just do not use it to its fullest potential. Right on. Uh, uh, Reddit user Irish Panda 1971 writes. Pretty sure you already got over there with I am a time traveler from 35 years in the future. Yeah, they probably already think you're kind of crazy if you just told them that. Like, yeah, I'm from I'm from the future. True, but I don't feel like that was in the spirit of the question. User woke underscore burr underscore four 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 writes: There are children who have made millions of dollars posting their reaction videos to opening toys on a network you can view from your phone and watch whenever and wherever you have a connection. That is kind of crazy. You're like, what? You can make a career out of just posting videos of shit? What yeah. the hell? What's this world coming to? I'm in 2021, and that still seems crazy. Uh, user Little Role Model writes, Computers eventually reach the point where they have to prove that we're not robots in order to use them. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm not a robot. I had to do that yesterday when I ordered some pizza. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you know, you check out. <laughs> so that that one is kind of comical. I actually like that one. Because in what scenario is, is a computer like, you know what? I really want some pizza. <laughs> you can't you can't have pizza. Let me which of these pictures is not a fucking uh what was it? A bridge. That 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 is what we have to prevent. Robots from ordering pizza. You go hungry, dude. <laughs> Silence underscore infidel writes, the queen's still alive. M- Mondo, if Skynet can't get its pizza, how is it going to enslave humanity? Yeah, it needs a pizza. That's a fuel. Duh. User HiFiGuy197 writes, why would I want to make them think I'm insane? The last place I want to be is in a 1986 insane asylum. Oh, that's a good point. Touche. Reddit user that is uh, way too smart for everybody else. Uh, last one I'll read. User Giddy Hobgoblin writes, MTV will no longer play music videos and instead play reality shows that no one asked for. Edit, thanks for my first award. Yeah, MTV used to be awesome when it had videos, and now it's just dumb. I don't think I've ever watched MTV in the past, like, five, ten years. How about you? Uh, no. For a while, they were making good movies, too. Like, well, not good, but... MTV? Enjoyable movies. Yeah, MTV had a whole, mu- uh, like, movie studio. What movies have they made? I'll, I'll look it up in a second, but no, I have not watched MTV in a long time. They had a bunch. Let's see. Oh, they made Wayne's World, right? I don't know. Let me look them up. No, that would be SNL. That's something else. Maybe it was MTV. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, Party Time, excellent. Okay, let's see. MTV Entertainment Studios Films. Joe's Apartment. About Roaches. Didn't see it. Beavis and Butthead. Do America. Ooh, sounds close. Dead Man on Campus. Varsity Blues. They did South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Oh. Classic. Uh, the original Kings of Comedy. Pootie Tang. They did Zoo... Okay, now let's get to the good ones. They did Zoolander. Okay. They did Jackass the Movie. All right. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Good one. Coach Carter. H- Hustle and Flow. Oh, they made Murderball? That was a great documentary. Murderball. Murderball was, I mean, it was very MTV stylized, but it, it was a documentary about the men's wheelchair oh, rugby. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of it, didn't see it. They did Anne Flux. That was a weird fucking cartoon. It made me feel strange things as a kid and awoken. Uh, yeah, Charlize Theron. Oh, I, 
Was that the one with Charlize Theron? The or movie, I thought the movie was. Oh, okay, yeah. so no, I don't. I don't. Never saw the movie. Just the, oh. the cartoon was like deeply weird. Well, they yeah, the MTV had the cartoon on their on their channel, but then they made the movie. They made Jackass number two. Oh, I didn't even know they made a uh, Reno nine one one movie. Reno nine one one Miami. Oh crap! We might have to watch that <laughs> as a, a, a new on Netflix slash slash special Florida man episode. Blades of Glory. That was a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and uh, and uh, Bill ha- Bill Hader. Not Bill. Hader. No, it was the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, but what's his name? The guy from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> He's got a real, real name. No, it's the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's uh, uh, John Heater. What did I say? Bill Heater. I was close. Bill, John, whatever. Uh, they made Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. Classic. Oh, I bet you they made uh, Nacho Libre. I bet. Uh, it sounds like something they would make. Wow, like, this this just goes on. I don't see... No. Oh, they, they're still... Wait, they're still making... Oh, oh, see? They're making Jackass Forever. Yeah, yeah. That one's coming out here pretty soon. You didn't know that? There was a bunch that I did not mention, but... Yeah, they've been pretty prolific, and apparently they're still going. So, there you go. Fucking MTV's master plan was to make their video channel go away just so you can pay for their, finance their goddamn movie production. Oh, and you know what they made? This is one that, like, it was actually a really good show, super ahead of its time, and no one fucking saw it. 16 and Pregnant? (laughs) Tiger King? Uh, I still haven't seen Tiger King. No, it was a show called Zack Stone is going to be famous. I don't know what the fuck that is. Exactly. They're making a Tiger King too. You know that? You better get on and watch Tiger King 1. I'm good. But <laughs> I, I I strongly recommend. So the premise of the show is there's this, you know, this kid, Zack, who's about to graduate high school. And he's decided instead of going to college, he's going to use his entire life savings to hire a film crew to make like a, a, a show – sort of reality show about himself so he can become famous. There's character development and their relationships and everything, but it's all filmed as if it's if it's a crew filming the reality show. And this whole thing of like wanting to be famous, wanting to be a performer, why I say it was so ahead of its time, because like all the shit's really happening now with social media and Instagram and YouTube channels and everything like that. It's kind of like he saw it all coming. Very, very funny performance uh, by... Bo Burnham, who I think... That's why you like it. Well, that's, why I, that's why I found it. it I like it because it's really good. <laughs> I found it because I, I didn't I didn't even know it existed. Like, I, I had, uh, you know, seen his comedy specials and everything, and I was just looking like, wait, what the fuck is... It? He made a show? And it was really good. Very funny. But there are parts of it that are intentionally cringeworthy, and then it kind of will oscillate between being like, oh my God, I can't watch him make him fool himself this much, and then it gets back to just being funny. Zach Stone's gonna be famous. I How do we it. get into this random tangent about about? Because we're talking about to talk about Netflix, and we're leading right into it <laughs> naturally, smoothly, organically, <laughs> like seasoned broadcast professionals. <laughs> um, this week, new on Netflix. Aaron, have you seen Fast and the Furious Mario Kart? Yeah, and since I rambled so much about Zach Stone. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. This is actually an unreleased Fast and the Furious movie. It was part of the the official Fast and the Furious franchise. You know, when they were like 
what what are they on Fast and the Furious sixteen or seventeen or forty seven? I can't remember. Yeah, Somewhere in there before uh, Paul Walker died, mm-hmm. they were like, "Ooh, this is it! The ultimate crossover: Fast and the Furious meets Mario Kart." So it's the whole like it's the same cast, but it's it's they're all playing Mario characters. And who does Vin Diesel play? Well, he's he's Mario. Oh. It's a Mario. I could just see Vin Diesel go. It's a Ma- it, it's a Mario. <laughs> yeah, very, very very deep voice, and it, it actually it actually starts. It's a surprisingly dark movie. I'll just give you the, the basic setup. It, it starts where where uh, Toad. Who's Toad? Who's who's what actor? Ludacris. Plays? Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like he he's in this like crazy like chase, and then they just they just find his his wrecked car, and he's died in this this. This this car wreck, people think they're like Toad. He just he just he lived fast. Took a lot of risks. Was bound to catch him up at some point, and they just think it's an accident. And Vin Diesel's like, no, I, I've seen. I can't do a Vin Diesel voice. <laughs> it's so it's so deep. It's uh, wait, how do you? Uh, I, I, I am Groot. Yeah, I've seen. No, I can't do it. Did you just say I am Groot? <laughs> that's, how, that's how you have to get into. So so. Well, if I'm trying to do an Australian accent, I have to say how to speak Australian in beer fosters Australian for beer, and then I'm into it. Ah. And like, I thought maybe if I just go, I'm Groot, I would be able to do Vin Diesel. But he's like, he's like, yeah, like, <laughs> I, th- there's no way this was an accident. I've seen him do loop de loops. I've seen him slip on a banana peel and do a triple somersault without a star and come out of it. Someone murdered him. And they're, and they're like, so what are we gonna do? We're like, we're gonna track down his his killer. Because it's a family. <laughs> it's a family. Exactly. And uh, it's, it's, so it's like a dark, gritty, uh, gritty Fast and the Furious, Super Mario Brothers car- crossover. Who's, who plays Luigi? It's Paul Walker, obviously. Oh, so this is what That's what I'm said. saying. So Paul, ah. Paul Walker's estate sued to not have this, this movie released. Because they're like, no, come on. Like, just let him rest in peace, please. <laughs> Please, you fuckers, <laughs> don't, don't. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker as Mario and Luigi. And Vin Diesel was like, yeah, but I will make money off of this. And they're like, it's going to ruin your reputation. Vin Diesel's like, you, you think I care about that? Have you seen my movies? So then who does the Bowser? Who's Bowser? Oh, I don't remember. I, oh, it's, oh it's, uh, it's The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it, sorry, it's, I've never, I haven't really seen any of the Fast and Furious movies after the first one, so it's hard for me to, to fill the people in. Um, who, who are the other villains in Super Mario Brothers? I can't even think. Um, well, there's like the the other like the Goombas. Yeah, the head Goomba is played by Jason Statham. Oh, he he swears a lot. You wouldn't think from playing the video games that Goombas have such terrible language and foul mouths, but he's just really pissed off that he has to work for Bowser, and uh, he will, he will say that in very colorful terms. So you can enjoy that. Let's let's not dwell. Too much on this. I I, <laughs> I give this this. Uh, oh, you know what? we don't even have to come up with a weird rating system. We can just give it stars. Still oh, Mario yeah. appropriate. Uh-huh. I, I give this one out of five stars. Pa- Paul Walker's estate was right to sue to keep this from being released. Um, you guys are having to find a bootleg copy. I, I think I think the way I got it was I, I had to travel to Taiwan and I found it from a, a street vendor. Um, they sell they sell like bootleg copies. Uh, in like little carts, like little push carts in Taiwan. That's how I got mine. So yeah, yeah. Go to Taiwan if you really want to see this. You're gonna have to travel in deep into the wet markets 
I think they have wet markets in store. You know, it's outside of Taiwan. And then, yeah, you can find a bootleg copy of this movie. If you're really a huge Fast and the Furious fan, it probably will be worth it for everyone else. Stay away. Excellent. The real show we're going to talk about is Arcane League of Legends or League of Legends Arcane or what is, what is it called? Arcane. I, I think the way they list it is Arcane League, League of Legends, uh-huh. but the, f- the fact that this is a video game movie is still not video game movie. It's it's a show based on a MOBA. A, what, what does MOBA stand for? Uh, Multi-online... Something or other. Yeah. It, battle it, assholes. Yeah. I think you got it. Yep. Um, but it's a computer game, and I have never seen shows that end up based on video games computer games actually come out well you would have thought the witcher would have been a masterpiece because like it was all right there and they still kind of fucked it up like it was fine but this took a show that i guess has some lore and story around it but there's really no story actually baked into the game as far as i can tell i thought that they did a very good job What, what was your initial feeling well, having zero knowledge of the video game, like, I have nothing to reference the characters from. So I'm, like, watching the show, hoping that the the character uh, interactions and relationships with each other would, like, make me, like, kind of want to play the game. But it didn't. Mm-hmm. It just... So it's a standalone thing to me. I'm like, okay, cool. Awesome. Cool show. I like the I like the story it tells. You know what I mean? Like, n- not knowing anything about the game, I have no frame of reference, but... Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was a good show. It was, it was a different kind of uh, animation. Like, it was a different kind of animation style where it was kind of... I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. Well, the way they the way they pulled it off, it's like it's like kind of... It's like post-CGI animated. What I'm used to are one of two different styles, right? There's either the super CGI where it looks very computer rendered and everything, which is cool. You know, it's sort of like the Pixar uh, Incredibles sort of CGI. Yeah. And they do it best. And a lot of other studios have kind of copied it. Or there's sort of a more old school, like line drawn, you know, kind of looks like the old Disney uh, Disney movies. And at this point, all of that is also computer generated, but it just has that aesthetic and they can do it quicker because every single cell doesn't have to be hand drawn. To me, this looked like someone had done like a really sort of intricate uh, digital painting. I don't know if you've ever seen people like there's if you just look up digital painting on YouTube's uh, on YouTube's on YouTube, there'll be people doing these videos where they're they're painting, they're just using Photoshop or, or some sort of computer program to do it quicker, where it, it like it has this painting like quality where like light and space and everything is, is really, really well done. So much attention to detail and it's fucking moving. It's like so well animated. I'd, I'd never seen anything like that. So even if you don't like the show, it's worth watching it for a couple minutes just to see what the animation is like. Yeah, but yeah, just the story it tells is pretty good story, like classic kind of like you have your... Uh your highborn people, then you have your kind of your gutters, you know, from the streets people, and there's like obviously some 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 socio clash dynamic thing going on, and then interwoven in that is like all the characters, and they each have an interesting kind of backstory. Yeah, that part did seem a little bit on the nose. I mean, they they definitely use some some uh, well worn tropes. I mean, the two cities that Armando was referencing, one is Piltover, the city of progress where we do inventions and there's a small Muppet looking thing 
that that's the chief scientist. <laughs> that part always confused me a little bit, but um, you know, it's it's drawn brightly and there's light everywhere and it's beautiful. And then literally underneath it, there's this undercity where it's like you have to go down and the air quality is shitty to the point where when people from Piltover go down there, like they have these uh, enforcers, like the sort of uh, police squadron from Piltover when they have to go down there, they were wearing literal gas masks because the air's so shit. There's just a bunch of downtrodden people trying to trying to survive and uh, there, there's sort of a... a I don't know how to put it. Like there, there aren't crime bosses exactly, but there's definitely a a struggle f- to control the criminal enterprises of Undercity, and yeah, that that dynamic of like, oh, the the beautiful angelic light city, and then a, a literal city right but like beneath their feet is uh, it's a little bit on the nose. But I I think you can take any of those tropes, and as long as you do them well and the characters are good, it doesn't really matter. That's my feeling. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I looked back to see if there's any. Uh... Any of the actors that like were actual famous actors, then the only one that was on there was Vi, V, whatever. Oh, who's She's that? She's played by Haley Stenfield or Stemfield or something. Steinfeld. Shit. Yeah, whatever. Hey, don't don't just my my, uh, my Jewish brethren and sisters. Well, she's Jewish. I'm a I'm assuming with that last name. Okay, so that Jew. <laughs> and <laughs> that Jew, that Jew girl, she plays uh, V, Vi. She's a pretty good actress too. I don't care for her music as much. I didn't know that that was Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, but that was the only one that I recognized as far as like an actor from something I've seen before. But cast was pretty good. I mean, um, yeah, you watch the show and it's like it's a. So that's the, this is a cartoon, but it is way darker than you would suspect, uh, particularly from the beginning. I mean, there's like there may or may not be some children that die in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not a spoiler, but like the the uh, Haley Steinfeld's character has a younger sister, and I thought the kid who did and it, it turned out it was actually a literal kid. There's a 15 year old that that did her voiceover. I thought she was phenomenal. Like just a 15 year old kid did uh, her Powder's uh, voice lines. There's some like heavy emotional shit that goes down that she had to to voice, and and yeah, for a 15 year old, she freaking killed that. Well, for anyone, by the way. Haley Steinfeld, or her father is Jewish and her mother is of African American, English, Filipino, Irish, Scottish, and German descent. Holy shit! So she's just a mutt. I was gonna say slut. <laughs> I was gonna say she's a slut. Is, she's not a slut. She's a mutt. Is she? Is she Jewish? Question mark. I don't know. You tell me, dude. You're the expert. You're the expert of Jews. You're the Jew expert. Uh, so, so according to Jewish people, like especially the more. Like, Orthodox Jews would not think she's Jewish. They also don't think I'm Jewish because if the mother isn't Jewish, then they're just like, we don't know where it came from. It's uh-huh. <laughs> like, did it come out of a Jewish woman's womb? No, then it can't be Jewish. It, it appeared. It, we, we don't know. Maybe magic. Who knows? But a, a lot of a lot of people, particularly people in, in the Jewish community, will be like, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish. I'm half Jewish. That was something. And there was, there was a huge Jewish population where I went to school. Uh, and a lot of people would say I'm half Jewish and this and that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it, I think it all depends on just how you want to view yourself. So I don't, I don't know if she thinks she's half Jewish or not. This has been a very Jewish episode. You know, and which is, which is great because you know, what's coming up, Mondo? Hanukkah. Hanukkah? Hanukkah. I don't know when it is, but I think it's soon. I still don't really understand. There's something about like a lamp that didn't go out and then you get presents. I don't know. I never celebrated Hanukkah. Sunday, November twenty eighth. Ooh, we've got 
I'll be celebrating Hanukkah at the um, Mile High Stadium watching the Chargers hopefully beat the Broncos. Ooh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to Armando. Is that, so what, do, what do Jewish people call people who are non-Jewish? I wanted to say muggle. I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> muggle? Isn't that from Harry Potter? That's yes, from Harry Potter. Huh? That, that is non-magical people. I'm like, hey, all, you, all you muggles. I know I know. Uh, they call non-Jewish women shiksas. Shiksa? Shiksa. Shiksa, yeah. What, wait, what? Okay, hold on. Remember when we were talking about the phone and we and we we have all of human knowledge available at our fingertips and we use it wait, for the dumbest wait, I know, shit? I know what non-Jewish people are called. We're called the Fremen. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dune. Oh, man. You, you think you're a sand person? Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on. Let me... Let me I practically st- look like stop, one with stop. this. I'm trying, to <laughs> I'm trying to consult Siri. I look like a Fremen. Of the Siri, what do Jewish people call non-Jewish people? Oh, uh, is that right? Goya? Goy. Goy. Ah, it's dumb goys. <laughs> they don't know nothing about Hanukkah. I'm a goy. It sounds like a half between a girl and a boy. You're that too, Mondo. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a goy <laughs> That's, we, we've, we've learned a new thing that Mondo doesn't like to be labeled as. I don't a like goy. to be, be a goy. Well, you're, you're a goy. Uh, but... Uh, what did you think about the arcane as a whole? Did you enjoy it? I, mean, uh, I thought it was excellent. I really did. I mean, ju- just the animation alone was worth the price of admission for me. And then somehow they got a really well-developed story, I thought, for, for nine episodes out of a game. I mean, I-, I almost think it helped them, the fact that the writers weren't tied down that much. They're like, oh, what if we just hire really good writers and we give them room to work and... They had like a loose framework to base things on in this game. I, I think they weren't as constrained by what was already there. And and as a result, they were able to come up with like a really good show. So I, I think it's 100% worth watching. Like even if you just check out an episode for the animation, that's worth it. And then I feel like there's a good chance that you'll be sucked in to the show because, man, do they like having cliffhangers. Yeah, there's going to – it sounds like there's going to be a goddamn season two from they, – they have – just like they started the season with having a basically a big canvas and just go create your own plot, they have the full reign. We just so many characters. Aaron and I were looking at it before starting to record this shit. We're looking at how many characters that are in that League of Legends game. I've never played the game. I've seen the the esport, and um, it gets pretty intense, you know. But there's like a hundred and what is a hundred forty? Hundred forty, yeah. And there were what like like. Maybe a dozen yeah, in the maybe show, like ten to fifteen that were from the video game that were in the show. So they're like they have they have free reign to go all over the place with um, like season two and beyond. And well, well, yeah, and to the point where when I was looking it up, all the characters in the show are either from from uh, Piltover, that's the the upper city or the city of progress and, and invention and this that and the other, and then Zon, which was the undercity, and. When I was looking at all the heroes, I'm like, oh, there's like, there was like six or seven different places that we we haven't even heard about in the show. So there's like like whole groups of heroes that aren't even touched on. That could be from different like na- neighboring continents or planets or we never know where the fuck this show goes. I thought it was good and I would be shocked at this point if there's not a season two because it got really good critical acclaim i I think the numbers are are pretty good it's all about the money right if people watch they'll make more and that seems like they have tons of material to work with yeah i like the show i wasn't i wasn't you sent me the link like a couple weeks back and i was like eh, 
I'll watch an episode, and the next thing you know, I'm like, I'm I'm through all six. I'm like, fuck, okay. And then I watched the last two last night and the last one last night or today. Um, that's it for the episode. That's uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add? One 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 update. I think last show I I talked about how Finn and I went on a hiking trail. Mm-hmm. We got out deep in the wilderness. We're all there by ourselves, and Finn did such a good job uh, being off leash for the first time. We've since gone back, and he did a bad job, and I thought I was going to have to get a new dog. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, well, he's gone. He's dead. Eventually, it came back. But we're going to try again next week, and I found out you can get a special little dog tracker. I'm going to I'm gonna put, like, a spider tracker on him. And put a microchip in him? You're going to give him the COVID Not in him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, on him. There's a very distinct difference between in and on, right? You're not going to give him the COVID shot? No, I don't think I don't think I have the uh, the technology to track from the COVID. That's in the future. We oh. we've got the the transmitters. We don't have the receivers for the COVID. But no, I, I it's probably at the house now, and I'm gonna put a little spider tracker on him. Hopefully, if he runs away this time, I'm gonna be fast enough to to run after him. I'm not gonna trust him to come back. But if not, I'm gonna go Spider Man on him and track him down in the woods and be like Finn. I'm very disappointed in you. So uh, Thanksgiving is this Thursday, and I believe Aaron and I plan on recording either Friday or Saturday, being that uh, I'm going to go to the foosball game a week from today, so you won't see us live on until uh, uh, you know a couple weeks from then. I'll be at the Chargers versus uh, Broncos at here at Mile High or whatever the hell the stadium is called. Watch my very first game at my new home. I'm excited for that. Go Chargers. I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. I have one more. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you soon, but Aaron has something else to add. I did. This is actually, this relates back. This is actually a useful piece of information. We were talking about Jewish culture a lot, right? Uh Uh-huh. The thing that you always hear referenced food-wise from Jewish culture is matzo ball soup. Uh Uh-huh. I've had it. I don't get it. I don't understand why it's supposed to be good. I don't think I've ever had it. Maybe I didn't have good matzo ball soup. It's just like a broth with a fucking ball of unleavened bread in the middle. I didn't get it. If you want to sample a Jewish delicacy, you need to find a street vendor, preferably in New York, who sells knishes. Oh, I was going to ask you, is that shit Jewish? That shit is Jewish. That They're shit so is good. bomb. <laughs> that shit is bomb.com. Hell yeah. If someone knows how to make fucking knish, send me one. Or tell me where the fuck to buy like a good frozen one or Go, whatever. So, so knish. That shit was the bomb. This is, Siri, I search vouch. knish. And then it, it, bro- it brings up Wikipedia. A knish is a traditional Ashkenazi Jewish snack food consisting of a filling covered with dough that is typically baked or sometimes deep fried. And you get you get potato knishes on the yeah. streets of New York. Delicious. Hell yeah. Aaron took – so the only time I've ever been to the East Coast, I went to, to New York with Aaron when I was like 20 or 19 or 21 or some shit. And – you know, we're walking down the streets and she's like, dude, you got to try one of these things, these knishes. I'm like, all right, cool. And you just put mustard on this motherfucker. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> this is the most excited Mato's gotten during this whole podcast. No, the entire 60 episodes. I remember, <laughs> I, remember, I remember looking it up to see if it's something like I could make. And of course you can make one, but, you know, it won't be, it definitely won't be as good as someone that's gotten practice with it. You're like, if I do it for my first time, it's going to come out taste like, taste like shit. It's going to ruin the whole yeah. thing. But these guys, these street vendor dudes, they got a down pat. And if I can buy something that's like pre, 
whatever, and I could just throw it in the oven. Yeah. If they if those exist, probably somewhere, taste, but yeah. And they taste pretty damn good. I want one. Of, I want like ten of them right now. It is weird though how like street vendors always have the best stuff. It was the same in Paris, right? In Paris, France, like crepes. Like you go to a fancy yeah, restaurant. Time, yeah, that one time I went to Paris. Yeah, same same here. The one time I went to Paris, there you could go and get these like really expensive like all crepe meals, where it's just different. And then you get the crepe from the street vendor. And you're like, oh my god, this is so much better. And then you say, holy crepe, that was good. And the French are like, uh, we understand the English, but your humor is terrible and beneath us. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right, French people. Anyway, if you guys know where to get a good damn Kanish, let hook a brother up, send an email, send us a text, send us some, contact our socialmedia.com. Sounds good. Hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. I will be enjoying Thanksgiving with the Aaron residence home. His mom invited me to have dinner over there. But you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Bye. Peace out. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.